I have never loved someone the way I love you. I have never seen a smile like yours. And if you grow up to be king or clown or papa, I will say you are my favorite one in town. You are listening. I have never held a hand so soft and sacred. The dulcet tones of Isabella America. When I hear you laugh, I know to be today's guest. Heaven's king. I'm gonna get out of the way and let you enjoy this. And when I grow up to be a puppy in the graveyard, I will send you on my love upon the breeze. And if the breeze won't blow your Okay, so I'm going to have her on in a couple minutes. Uh, she is a singer, obviously. Uh, she also does some writing and a few other things. Um, she's an actor as well. Um, but I'm sure we'll all get to that in a minute. This is normally where like podcasts do... like. Uh, who the show is sponsored by or anything, but I'm not sponsored by anyone. I'm just doing this for fun. And, you know, because it's better than therapy sometimes, in as much as there's no copay. Uh, <laughs> but she's excellent, and I hope you enjoy the interview as much as I enjoy talking to her on a regular basis. Uh, it should be a good time. I'm gonna play at least a cup, at least two other tracks, kind of Radio Free Burrito style, um, throughout the interview because she is such a wonderful singer, and when I have musical artists on, I want to put their stuff out there because they are so 
much more talented than I am. And I love sharing that with people. Um, this has been gone on way longer than it needs to, so here's the damn interview. It's like, that's, that would have been perfect, and nope. So. Okay, so I'm here with uh, Isabel. Yeah, this is how I do it. Like, because you get conversation going, and then you just start recording, and that way people don't get nervous. But um, this is Isabel. She's a singer. You just heard her sing beautifully. Uh-uh, that didn't happen. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, and uh, so I'm going to start off with really basic interview questions because people don't know you as well as I know you. So you're from Arkansas, right? I am from Arkansas. Um, that's not how you pronounce it, though. It's pronounced Arkansas Isn't... for everyone who thinks it's in the Midwest. Um, that is a common mis misconception. Also, it has been referred to as Clinton country. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it is South. <laughs> I feel your pain. That wasn't very good, but, um, doesn't the Arkansas River run through Arkansas, though? Like, it's called the Arkansas. No? No. Okay. It's the Mississippi River, actually. Okay, well, runs. you, you only have sure. the one river, though, apparently. Yeah. Okay. There's only one river <laughs> in all of Arkansas. It's fine. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Um, and where, what's, uh, what's, what's the town? What's the town? What's the town? Okay, so, oh man, okay, so this is always a very interesting story for oh, good. people to hear. Okay, <laughs> so, um, I grew up in Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, so okay. that means that I grew up in the largest retirement village in the <laughs> United States. Um, so, Dentures as far as the eye can see. <laughs> um, it's crazy. It has its own zip code. Uh, like it's it's a legitimate town. Um, people usually die because of old age and from like uh, like in general deer accidents. That's what ends up happening. Um, <laughs> so it's a very interesting experience growing up in. Um, yeah. Springs Village, Arkansas. Okay. Um, but there is a really, really nice uh, downtown area, which is just the regular Hot Springs, which is obviously named after the Hot Springs, and so there are all sorts of, like, there's a place called Bathhouse Row. Also, um, there's the Arlington Hotel, which someone famous, now I cannot remember the name of, uh, used to stay at, but he was, like, part of the mafia, and it'll come to me later in the interview. That's fine. Um, and I'll just scream it out, and we'll figure good, it out. Good, 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 there. good, <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, and then, it's, it's very, actually, it was a very diverse growing up experience, because mm -hmm. we have the retirement village, yep. we have the cool downtown area, which mm -hmm. is literally a strip, and everything there is to do in that area is there. And then I also went to school in Jesseville, mm -hmm. which sounds as country as it is. Um, that was my high school. It was just a regular public school uh, that I transferred to in the eighth grade. Um, yeah, but uh, I graduated, you know? Good for so. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not, not all uh, Arkansans can make it that far. I'm really not trying to put them down, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there are a lot of teen pregnancies. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay, so, um, <laughs> you're like, uh, what, you what, uh, this is gonna sound so crass, and I don't mean you're, what, like, half Mexican, right? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. 
what was like what was that like growing up in the south and stuff like okay this is very interesting because i was actually having a conversation about white oppression earlier oh very nice <laughs> as the resident whitey i'm intrigued and a little worried yeah um it was really interesting because i actually moved there with my family uh when was it when i was about two years old mm -hmm. um i was born in mexico we went to california it was too expensive and then everyone retired and that's how we ended up there nice but, um once we moved there, unfortunately, neither of my parents graduated from college. Uh, my mom dropped out because she fell in love. And uh, my dad just never really had the opportunity. So whenever we went there, my dad was a gardener and did landscaping for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and also, when we first moved there, there were definitely not that many like people of ethnicity floating around. Um, Crackers everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, a lot of saltines. Yeah. Salty <laughs> as ever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, it was it was really interesting because even whenever I left for here, I uh, didn't... Like, there still wasn't that much di diversity. Mm -hmm. um, there were... I think I graduated with one black person in my class. Mm -hmm. Um... There was only a handful of other, like, Hispanic or Honduran people. Um, there were some really interesting situations. I guess this is a little deep diving in, but, yeah, there were definitely some uh, racial yeah. instances. Um, my Nana had a racist boyfriend for some time, so that was very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I have um, been called a beaner on countless occasions very nice uh also my best story is um i auditioned for a play mm -hmm. and it was going great it was with one of my like it was some of my really good friends from school we auditioned it was fine and then i didn't get the part yep. um and i found out later that the reason that i didn't get the part was because they didn't want an interracial couple on stage <laughs> <laughs> nice so that, I don't know why, that is like one of the biggest oh, instances that I can remember mm -hmm. that um, I was just like, wow, that, that, that's what it feels like to be racially oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> Consequently, um, did you like try to make yourself more white? Like, was, was that a thing you did? I or think, no. like, maybe subconsciously in okay. some instances. Like, I felt like I had the need to tan because everybody else was tanning. But mm -hmm. then I went, yeah, I think I only did that once. Okay. But, uh, but not not all, not often. Okay. Um, because I think that, I don't know, I guess I, I didn't really feel Mexican a lot of the time. There are certain, like, um, what you want to call it, um instant like oh my goodness my train of thought just flew out the window that's all right just derailed that's yeah. all right um but uh because growing up that's not what i was surrounded by yeah like i grew up in american culture so of course um that's what i felt like most of the time like things that american kids experienced i experienced so i would definitely say yes i'm more of an american though i mean that but his like the Hispanic background that I have is mm -hmm. where I come from. Yep. So I do celebrate certain things that other people wouldn't celebrate. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd try to become 
more white though. Okay. I think so yeah. <laughs> um, and you mentioned you auditioned for a play in high school. Is that when you started uh, like acting and doing the arts, or was the story there? Um, it was mostly through church. Uh-huh. Uh, because what I've always forever and ever done is uh, sing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are actually some really good stories there. Oh my goodness. It's weird yep. when you don't think about something for a while. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, wow. It's called remembering. Yes, a trip down memory lane. Remember who you are, Simba. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's just uh, no one up to this point is really musical in my family. So it's huh. very interesting because my dad's tone deaf. My mom can carry a tune, but it's nothing yeah. impressive. Mom, no, it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. No. Um, but uh, but they're artistic in different ways. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, just in church, singing along. And I could, and also my uncle got us this karaoke machine. <laughs> Whenever um, I was, who knows how old, but young, and uh, there are plenty of videos of me singing into that, and it was, you know, it was like no doubt sort of stuff, and uh, some Avril Lavigne songs. Excellent. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, but uh, I don't know. You cannot, you know that weird, like, burning, well, maybe not burning, but like, fiery sensation you get inside whenever um, you you feel that thing that you're passionate about. Yeah. And so whenever a solo would ever come up to sing, I'd always want to do it. But to be fair, I had like horrible stage fright. But I, I would try to do the choir and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar thing like when... Oh, nice. Ding. I'm going to take this time. One moment. I want to check something. Checked. We're all fine. How are you? Um, so, yeah, I had a similar thing whenever I was in church as well. But it was like just talking in front of people. Like I yeah. always just wanted people's attention that way. Mm-hmm. And like I thought for a very long time about being a preacher. And then that clearly worked out well. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, coming from that certain background, it's not a totally absurd no. notion. No. I mean, that's what's kind of put into you. And people are like, yeah, you have this talent, so you should use it in this way. Use so. praise God. Yeah. Which is, you know, fine. You can do that. And, I mean, I like skill it as much as the next person. Okay. I forgot they existed. Right? Um, Christian <laughs> <laughs> uh, background. I literally okay. have alien youth on my shelf right here. Beautiful. Okay, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. So we started with church, and then that's when you started singing, and then did it just, did you start just auditioning for musicals, and then that led to acting, and so on and so on? Yeah, I was actually cast in like a thanksgiving play yeah whenever i was i think in like first grade and i thought that was like the most amazing thing that could ever happen to me because i had so many lines and i just remember there was this one line just this there was like it was a full yeah. like hour and a half thing that i spoke <laughs> pretty much throughout and there was just this one line that i could never remember and so i have this memory of my teacher with this huge like cardboard cutout of my line <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like holding it there and I was like oh okay great but that was I think that was one of the first times that I was like I'm a pilgrim this is what I <laughs> well that's great there <laughs> this is the acting moment um mm-hmm. now see. is the moment yeah but yeah, I didn't get to do a lot of acting in school because it's Arkansas, um, and the, <laughs> unfortunately the arts aren't, you know, plenty there. It's come a long way, actually, Yeah. since my childhood. My sister 
was lucky enough to have a lot more opportunities in that field than I ever did. Um, but yeah, so it was good. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like the biggest point that I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life sort of thing was, I think I was like 10 or 11 and, um, we had a, uh, a, um, we have this huge auditorium and it was just like a regular like talent show and you know people through church knew other people that worked for this and they were like oh Isabel you like to sing um do you want to do this talent show and I was like sure and this was a right proper theater and I sang um uh, my favorite things from the sound of music oh, yeah. and I was wearing a green skirt and a green top that came together like they do sometimes mm -hmm. kids clothes do mm -hmm. and uh and I just remember, like, those big, like, stereotypical red velvet curtains and the, like, the spotlight shining down on you where you can't see everyone out there, yeah. but you know that they're there. It's and a nice trick they give you. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, that was the moment where I was like, this is something I just need to do forever. Yeah? Yeah. That was, that was the sweet spot, so... Do you think it's because, like, you had a lot of people's attention, or was it because you weren't thinking about anything else than what was going on? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was, um, number two. Okay, um, <laughs> I understand. Um, and because you can feel the energy in the room whenever you do something like that. Yep. And it's... And everyone's energy was directed towards me, and I made them feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that was lovely, and it's always lovely. Yeah. So, voila. <laughs> so articulate. Yes, thank you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm a winner of words. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what made, like, that was the, you want to do it, but, like, what gave you the, the cojones to just... Yeah, like going, screw it, I'm going to move to New York, I'm going to study this, and I'm going to have a proper go at it. It honestly wasn't until senior year. Okay. Um, I mean, I had been with my choir, with my teacher, uh, Lydia DeSambor. Shut up, we're trying um, to record. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Lydia DeSambor. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lydia DeSambor. And um, she, she actually moved there from uh, New Orleans because she was brought up from Hurricane Katrina and oh, started shit. working at her school because of that. Um, she was a very successful like studio owner and stuff and that was all wiped away. Um, but she was pretty much my hero because she sang jazz and was just wonderful and very understanding and still one of my favorite human beings in the world. Mm -hmm. um, but it was honestly her who inspired me to try out for something that intense because like, you know, everybody dreams of that, but you don't actually expect it to happen. And she got this pamphlet for the school, AMDA, mm -hmm. um, and she was like, this is, she was like, Isabel, this is what you need to be doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you know best. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really like, it was just a big thing because, uh, and she was wonderful because um, me and my mom and her, she drove me mm -hmm. to Tennessee. Son of a bitch. Yeah, because people don't come to Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh... People leave Arkansas. Yeah, uh, if they do. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like a... It's, it's like the Bermuda oh, Triangle, oh in a sense. God. If brevity is the soul of wit, wit, wow, like, that's, that's some soul food there. Yeah. Uh, 
they can listen to something else so you know this is true yeah <laughs> i'm sure everybody if you were accepted to you know your dream school had mm-hmm. a similar reaction but yeah, yeah. right on Woo-hoo. um this is the quiet part yeah the, this is the awkward pause yeah. this is the, um, <laughs> the podcast the pause cast hey yo I'm sorry, I can't laugh. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> I'll laugh for you. Okay, um, thank you. Thank you very much. But, it's going well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so you've mentioned, and this is like the abrupt switch because we're at the 20 minute mark, uh, and I have oh, to yeah. time these, out, these things out well, thank you. I'm sorry, you. I'm, a, I'm a rambler. Oh yeah, no, it's, I'm a rambling guy. Uh, so you've mentioned to me that you have been pretty much uh, in and out of therapy since you were like what eight something like some ridiculously young age. Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah, th- <laughs> this is what you signed up to do. Yeah, that's I'm fair. just letting you know, like you cannot talk about it. And we can talk about something else, but like no, yeah. you did a like you've listened to the podcast, so you're obliged. I'm ready. Okay, so Are you what, ready? No. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I, okay. I this is gonna be a can of worms. Um uh, no. Uh so wh- why? Basically. That's a sh- you know, a really why? bad yeah, what what was up with that? What triggered okay. that? Um Well if this means anything, which I'm not really sure if it does. Okay. I unfortunately ruined my mother's expectations of her first child going off to school because my very, very first day of kindergarten, she sends me off. I'm in pigtails and like I'm mm-hmm. fresh depressed, you know, and I'm off. Um, and there are pictures of her like sending me off and like so happy. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, later that day, she gets a call from my teacher and says that I am unmanageable. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was a highly emotional kid, uh-huh. um, and my little body couldn't contain it sometimes. Uh. I was best friends with the principal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would hide in his vents sometimes. Now, do you mean like the vents on his like suit jacket, or like um, no, in the air conditioning unit? In the air conditioning unit. <laughs> nice. Um, Real good at hide and seek. Yeah, but, um, so it, it wasn't necessarily, it, it didn't really, uh, I guess, occur to my parents that anything could potentially be wrong, which I don't think there is anything particularly wrong, but it wasn't until I started getting older and mm-hmm. they were like, oh, she's having trouble concentrating in class and she has to move a lot and, mm-hmm. oh man, yeah, uh, and so, 
I don't know, it was like a combination of those things and, you know, every parent wants their kid to get better and so they, there were a lot of tests, um, yeah. like screenings and stuff. Um, one of my worst memories, and this was when I was a little bit older, was, I don't even know what this was now that I think back to it, but uh, there was a thing that would, you know, help you try to concentrate a little bit more and mm-hmm. I would sit down at a desk and look at a computer screen and there was just a road and, like, you know, sand on either side or whatever and you were a car and they strapped these little wires to my head with cotton balls Mm -hmm. and I literally had to I don't even know how this operated but I had to make the car stay on the road for an hour Mm -hmm. if I clenched my teeth it would veer off the road I see um yeah so that was fun um I mean I guess I should say what I have been I have been diagnosed with ADHD and minor depression. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, for me, I haven't really, like, unfortunately, like, kind of followed up on that in my adult <laughs> life. That's fair. To be fair, it doesn't really sound like I had, you know, the best experiences as a kid through mm-hmm. therapy. There were some good ones, but... Yeah. Um, that also might have to do with the fact that you were in Arkansas. This is also true. They, like, they don't have the best reputation of dealing with things that, like that well yeah correct me if i'm wrong yeah. I, I, I look that, forward oh, to I like... like i look forward to your emails and i'm willing to listen yeah. i'm always here no um um and i don't want to make it sound like i'm completely downing arkansas because there's some yeah. really lovely things about it but uh trees there are cottonwood so trees many trees pine trees mm. <laughs> really it's so many of them um I was... <laughs> Sorry, gonna no, say something. Okay. I was gonna say something really bad, but continue. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, mm, uh, but I don't know. Uh, in my adult life, mm-hmm. I seem to still suffer from that. Um, mm-hmm. My attention span is for naught, and uh, <laughs> I think that I have more of like a seasonal depression. Yeah, sometimes a little bit manic, and I definitely have an anxiety. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean. I, it took me a long time to really actually admit that I had these things and that I had these problems. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was within the past year because I was like, no, these things don't have names. <laughs> like, uh, this is just the way that I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and what was that like? Like, dealing with that? <laughs> like, that's, that's something I think everyone kind of goes through that's yeah. in a sort of situation and it's a very... It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard because you kind of because you have to admit to yourself that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this isn't. This is something that a lot of people have, and a lot of people deal with, and mm-hmm. I'm not the only one. And in the sense that is a little comforting. Yeah. Um, there, I think there is a big part of everybody that wants to be like, oh, I'm really special because this is just how I feel, and it's just me. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah. There's a great quote from The Incredibles, which is saying everyone's special is the same as saying it. no one is. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yep. Recently watched that, if you haven't, uh, please. It, yeah, it's really good. It's, I think, one of Pixar's better, better films. Nothing. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, that thing for audio is kids, yeah. what's actually happening in the room. There could be a bird in here. <laughs> Uh, so, do you, 
And this is the question I pretty much ask everyone. Is mm -hmm. the, do you think that f the fact that you have a mental illness affected your decision to go into the arts rather than, like, have a normal job? Or do you think it was just kind of coincidental? Or I think it's a little coincidental. Okay. Um, because, like I said before, this is just something that I've been doing my entire life. No. Um, and so the thought of doing anything else was... Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, um, I, I think it just ended up playing into it. it. It makes it a lot easier sometimes because you can definitely channel that energy into what mm -hmm. you're doing, which is something that I'll do a lot. Also, you kind of have to be accountable for that. Um, oh, yeah. make sure it doesn't get out of hand, but, uh, <laughs> but it can, it can, I think it's really good for all the people who are in the arts sometimes, like, because it's an outlet. Yeah. It's definitely that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I find generally if anyone has any sort of a hyperactivity disorder, um, with that comes with anxiety, and you mentioned that. And the way I kind of view it is it's two different sides to the same coin. Because, like, mm -hmm. excitement and nervousness are the same. They're the same feeling. It's just one happy is one's happy and one's sad. Yeah. And uh, I don't know exactly where I'm going with that. But, and do you think, specifically with acting, a lot of it is being present and in the moment, and do you think that's one of the main reasons you enjoy it, is because it kind of narrows that focus down, yeah? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, that's something okay. that I really had to work on whenever I was in school for it. Yeah. It's just they're like, okay, so you're kind of moving all over the place and you need to be aware of what your limbs are doing at every <laughs> given second. In all honesty, everyone recommended me to do yoga, which yeah. did help. It really did. Yeah. It really helped center you. Um, recently, I find that I, I do a lot of counting. Yeah. Um, going downstairs or like if I'm doing something that requires I okay yeah that makes sense actually I've never really thought I was wondering about it the other day but yeah. um I whenever I have to pay attention to something that is serious I'll count a lot of the time because mm -hmm. I, I bike a lot and sometimes I will zone out whenever I bike and that is not good no <laughs> <laughs> no um, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. I've, I've definitely learned to, uh, kind of control that a little bit. Text me more. when you get home. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't bike here today. But, okay. Uh, yeah, it was raining. Um, it's a rainy day. Mm -hmm. Like 10 o'clock at night, just in case. Rainy day in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. I just, you were talking about zoning out on a bike. Oh, see, you just did it right yep. then. Mm. Mm hmm See, it wasn't counting. But yeah, so sometimes whenever I'm pedaling, I'll keep up with that pace and be yep. like one, two, three. And I usually go to sixteen. I don't know why. That's my number. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's eight one twice. Way. One, two, Perhaps. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. It's weird because they're like odd numbers, but. Okay. Well, that's um, that's gonna. Uh, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Because I have the same thing. I'll count. Like, that's why I love going to the gym. Because it's yeah. just endorphins and me counting. <laughs> and God, that feels nice. That's yeah. wonderful. Just as long as I do an even amount of curls, I'm okay. <laughs> um, I have this, like... I, I, I eat even numbers of food, too, a lot of the time. That's and, like, interesting. Yeah, I'm really worried. Like, and uh, I, I'll go to the local, like, 
chicken pla- fried chicken place, and I'll get mozzarella sticks and they come in packs of five. And I'm really worried that the day I die, the last synapse is going to remember that I ate an odd-numbered amount of mozzarella sticks, and that's the last thought I have. See, that's really interesting because I know a lot of people who definitely do not relate to this are like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something like, a crazy, <laughs> like, um, that's something like a crazy that's person does. That's not something you have to worry about. Um, no, it's not. But, if, but, I, but it's so I get it. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, Miles does a lot of counting, too. Like, he used to do it out loud a lot until mm-hmm. people started getting him funny looks. Which is kind of the rough thing um, because there's also this... Uh, CBT technique of like when you have a lot of racing thoughts and they're negative specifically you can just you literally ver- you say stop yeah yeah and uh, which can re- lead to some interesting results yeah yeah especially in the city where you're never alone yeah oh, yeah that's always nice um you got me thinking about presidents because uh because of being from, yeah, from being from Arkansas. Uh, dynamite. I'm really glad this is what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and do you think, okay, mm-hmm. actually, the I think there's a, a link between anxiety and music. Yeah. Specifically, like, um, Steve Martin talks a lot about having a really bad time with anxiety, and then he plays the banjo so quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that singing and hitting those notes and predicting that and going up and down and all over the place mirrors the way your mind works? Mm-hmm. I, I know. Think so, I, yeah, I, I think that sometimes, but okay. I feel like... I don't know. Singing is so funny to talk about. Okay, singing is just a thing that, I don't know, it's a thing that I can just be okay with and be like, oh, this is me. Um, It was very interesting because for a couple extra bucks once, I did a study of the new school. Um, There was this girl and she was just like, oh, hey, I need need singers Mm -hmm. to come in, do a scale, because she was doing... And then, like, take a survey, and she was doing, like, the correlation between, like, what the timbre of your voice is and the way that you approach certain notes and stuff could um, also tie into, like, certain circumstances in your life that were a little bit, like, painful. And so, based on your voice, can that tie over to other, like, emotional reactions that you've had throughout your life to make you sound Mm. the way that you do? Um... She never got back to me, so and I was so curious. I was of like, course, you know, I got twenty bucks, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, which was really cool. But uh, it's a, it's a very interesting question. Um, I think that I I don't know. It's it, I don't think it ties into the anxiety part. No. Um, I think it just ties into everything else. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. But uh, sometimes I will hear. Like, uh, you know, a little darn um, phrase. Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Can't think of the word. This is whenever I use hand movements, everyone. And unfortunately, you can't see. Um, she looks like a wind docker. Yeah. <laughs> Racist. Okay. Um, but, uh, oh, riff. That's riff. Ah. A little riff or, mm-hmm. you know, a selection of like, harder notes. And I'll have to do it over and over until I know how to do it. So I'm like, I must know. <laughs> I was like, this this has to be done. Um, or I can't rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, so. Okay. And, uh, what, 
things do you do to actively combat the the symptoms, like on a day-to-day basis, and then also, not day-to-day basis, actually. Just stop talking, Tristan. Um, I kind of have to be my own boss sometimes. Uh-huh. I have to, because especially with, like, depression and stuff, I don't know, something that I guess I tell a lot of people, which is really hard to believe, because... I laugh a lot and I smile a lot, um, but uh, is like uh, I feel like my underlying emotion is always sad. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel, um, and I I've been doing. I feel like personally, I've been doing really well lately. Mm-hmm. Um, it really it's just like telling yourself that you kind of have to keep going, and sometimes you feel super unmotivated and but you kind of you just have to get up and if you keep moving then you don't fall into that pit of despair um Um, but uh yeah um what helps me is just being really busy Uh um maybe that's not always the best but um and for a long time I would I would write a Mm -hmm. lot and you know just that sort of writing where you're not thinking very much uh, like, well, you're thinking a lot, but you're not thinking about what you're writing. And so mm-hmm. you scribble it down and you're like, la, 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 feelings, la, 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 this is me, la, 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 um, mm-hmm. scribble, scribble. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, I said before, like, kind of the, with the anxiety, I think the counting is really, like, the best. Yeah. Oh, I clean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I get really, like, if I get really crazy sometimes, I'll just start cleaning. Um, and it's bad because, you know, sometimes I'm like, I must do these dishes before I go to sleep. And that's when it gets in the way. But, yeah. um, but just the act of doing something with my hands usually helps. So, like. Does biking help? Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does really help. Um, because it's endorphins and Mm -hmm. you're going. And it's also really nice because usually you have a destination also, also, you are burning calories, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is a form of working out. So even that in itself is like, I did something today. Yeah. I guess it's the accomplishment of like actually doing something that's like, you don't suck as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Being productive is always good, yeah. Because yeah. there's that old adage of, um, uh, man, if can I remember the joke? All right. Uh, how many ADHD kids does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, man. You want to go ride bikes? Like, that is the, like, no, like, actually, uh, yeah. like, and it's, it's any hyperactive person that I've met mm-hmm. with, obviously, there's some exception, but, like, has been really into bicycles, and I want to know, there's, there's gotta be a correlation between that, the two. That makes sense. I think it's maybe going fast, and you're in control oh, yeah. of going fast. Dude, if you haven't ridden in New York, uh, that's... Yeah, only once. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I borrowed your bike, and those of you who don't know, like, uh, Isabel is like, what, a half foot shorter than me? Something like that. I am five, two and a half, and the half counts. Yep, so about a half foot shorter than me, so I was all, like, legs and elbows on this thing, biking to work mm-hmm. and back. It was... Never doing it again. Um... <laughs> But he got there. But I did, and I was late, and I apologized to my manager. That is what I did. You would be like, dude, it was the first time riding a bike in the city. If you haven't done it, I just died three times. Just yeah. say that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, do you think uh, a lot of your upbringing, being from the South, 
and whatnot had to do with how you've handled this as well because you kind of were like I'm not been super active and you kind of like avo avoided saying there was anything different about you um, anything that has to do with it well coming from the background that I did I was always like different yeah and so I guess like that's always what I thought is okay. like okay well I'm obviously unlike other people here because I did not I, I didn't grow up like hunting and stuff you yeah. know like that was not my entire cultural background so I always thought that I was a little bit different and so I guess maybe that was why I thought there you know I didn't mm -hmm. have to acknowledge it as much um maybe yeah uh also my parents didn't really talk about it with me all mm -hmm. the time like my my mom has dealt with a lot of similar things yeah um and uh she didn't really like to talk about it, which so yeah. I think if anything, I probably got it from there. Um, oh man, mom, <laughs> <laughs> please don't listen to this. Um, I was talking to my mother earlier today, actually, um, because it was Mother's Day a few days ago, and I'm a bad son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, and she was saying something that was actually kind of really sweet, what which was through Molly and I talking about this stuff more, she's learned a lot more about herself and, like, that there are labels to it and that it is fine and, like, oh, this is a... She's like, oh, if that's called anxiety. I just thought I was weird. Like, that sort of thing. And that's... Yeah. Been very gratifying, but... I think that's the thing that, you know, made me realize that there was something wrong because there had never been, like... ADHD was the only thing that... it's And it's become a lot more common and I think that's why I know yeah. of it. Um, yeah. But... Anxiety or like, you know, derealization or like stuff like that. It's you don't. I don't know. You hear about it, but you don't. It it hasn't really been talked about a lot. Um, I feel like recently, like, you know, I, there's a lot of mental illness stuff going around. I feel like. Oh yeah, big time. Sorry. Past couple whatever, but yeah, but when I'm growing up. Nothing. Nothing. So who knew? <laughs> a bunch of Rugrats cartoons and a lot of good they did. Yeah. Um, now I have to get a copyright thing. Like I have to clear oh, this with Disney. I'm sorry. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was another rendition of something else. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably not in the same key, so that's okay. Um... But yeah, do you wanna? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut so we can play a song. Okay. Of yours. Oh man. Okay. How's that sound? Uh, fine. Okay. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. Would always win the fight, bang bang. He shot me down, bang bang. I hit the ground, bang bang. That awful sound, bang bang. My baby shot me down. Seasons came and changed the time. When I grew up, 
So that one real well. Oh yeah. Yeah, we just recorded that just now. That's how you come out of that. Yep. Yep. We took a break. We re- learned it. We recorded it. We did it. It's it good. took like five minutes. It yep. was it was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly on your part. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, man. Nah, he'd never heard that song before, <laughs> so I was very impressed. Well, that's good of you to say. I literally had the chords up on my. In, in computer but anyway this enough of this false modesty we're both mm-hmm. talented and that's good do you think there's a, a genetic link to um, a insanity and talent uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> um, all right maybe not always no but i feel but especially for artistic value i feel like everybody honestly everyone's a little insane you push yeah. someone to a certain point and i think they yeah. have a tendency to possibly break but artists i guess think just have a better way of expressing it Mm -hmm. you know if you're an accountant you can't go to work one day and be like oh these numbers they're getting to me (laughs) sorry that's fair um (laughs) i feel like in an accountant though like like certain um hyper focusing and and that sort of thing actually would be very helpful or like obsessive compulsive thing might gear you towards that yeah where things are safe and secure and I did the thing where you... It looked you... like an accordion, just Good. so everyone knows. Um, like if I was made a, a, an accordion out of guavas, was in my mind uh-huh. what it looked like. Anyway. Okay. Um, all right. But so you do, like, and do you think there's also... You you mentioned your mother, and like, do you think there's a, a definitive like genetic predisposition to all these things, and also to being artistic? Do you think artistic talent is genetic as well? No. No. No, because I know many people... Well, okay, wait, that was a two-part question, so let me... Um... I know many untalented <laughs> people who have wildly talented parents. <laughs> but it's kind of true, because yeah. my... Okay, so what my mom does, my mom is, like, she's an amazing dancer. Yeah. Like, that's what she was going to school for. Um, she was a ballerina, uh, and I got, like, a smidge of that talent, mm-hmm. Um and my dad is artistically talented, and I feel like I got the same there. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, I think there are certain things that kind of fell maybe into the making of me being able to hear notes and make sense of them. Um, but my, both of my parents did not have musical talent 
Mm -hmm. Um, They don't play instruments. They don't really sing. Like Hmm. I said, um, my sister can sing, though. My brother cannot sing, but my brother is an amazing artist. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, like, 11, and he paints and draws better than I could ever imagine doing so. So we, we, I think that artistry runs in our genetic family background, but it's all over the place. Like, it's nothing specific. Not all of us are singers. Um, Mm -hmm. We all just have something... My grandmother's amazing at, like, crocheting and, like, watercolor paintings and stuff like that. And then my other Nana is really good at, um, like, she's amazing. We collaborate sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, we write poetry bits for her paintings, but it's mostly, like, a collage sort of thing that she'll make. And they're beautiful. They're Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, But there are definitely some very... You hear it all the time. Like, people are like, oh, my goodness, they're so talented at this, but they didn't definitely did not get it from me. (laughs) Like, um... But, uh, what was the other part of the question? Uh, man, now I don't remember. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah. Um, something... I could read, like, I could go back five minutes and listen to the question, but we're just moving on. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah. But, um, with your siblings, do you think, I, I know, I know I felt this with mine, that you each had to pick out something to do. Like... I did acting, Molly did writing, Krista did um, painting. Yeah. Did you no. feel that way? No? Because my, I, and that also might have to do with me being the eldest. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my sister is five years younger than me, and she she's very invested in sort of like the musical theater thing as well. But, um, well, I actually merged from that. But, uh, mm-hmm. but that's what she's interested in right now, and I think that, I might. I definitely had some influence over that decision. Also, she's really talented too, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize she wouldn't let me hear her sing until like two years ago. She's very shy, mm-hmm. um, but uh, she's getting over it, and it's something that I think she really likes to do. But she she was she got, she's a smart one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that I'm not an intelligent being, but I mean, she she is thinking about minoring in chemistry. I see. Like, that kind of intellectual. And I'm like, Melissa, mm. that's very impressive. And my mm-hmm. brother, he wanted to sing so bad. I think it's because, like, we can. Yeah. And he tries so oh. hard. And it's, like, so heartbreaking. He's, like, mm-hmm. so into it. But that's just not what he can do. And, like, he's really trying. But mm-hmm. he, but he's an artist. And he also loves video games. So he's definitely going to be a graphic designer. That's excellent. At some point. So, man, they're great. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> Good summer. <laughs> In conclusion, I love my family. Yes. <laughs> um, so what did, what else do you do besides singing? You, like, you mentioned you paint and you, you write. Have you done like anything proper with that? Does that if that makes sense? Uh, I, I'm sorry. No, that was awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I've... Mm. It's something, writing is something that I would definitely more, like, sort of like to delve into because yeah. I, I do believe that I have a talent there. Um, I'm really trying to think of something. I, mm-hmm. the, the closest that I've really done to it is make up witty things on the back of restaurant chalkboards. Um, uh, Did you get paid for it? Uh, no. Oh, it's okay. just part of the job. Uh, but I, well, but, for, but the, I guess, like, most a lot of my writing is mostly for me. Yeah. And it always kind of has been. Whenever I was smaller, um, I won a couple of, like, poetry contests and stuff like that. So that's something I have under my belt. But, I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, that opportunity just hasn't kind of reached out to me at any point, and to be fair, I haven't really like gone for it. The though, me and my nana want to make a book mm-hmm. um, at some point because she's the one since she is my family member. She's like, oh, Isabel, you write really well, and uh, mm-hmm. your your words make my picture sell. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna collaborate for that, and we've just we've been talking about it for a while. It's just hard whenever she lives in Arkansas and I live here. Yep. But, um, it's something that will eventually happen, and I really want to. So that's, I guess, mm-hmm. like the most that I've really done, and awkward doodling. How much, you mentioned doing things for you, how much do you think an artist should make art for themselves, and then just kind of go, if you like it, you like it, or how much duty do you think you have to the audience to make something that will sell, that will be good? How do you think that goes? Man, that's a very interesting question. Well, I'm glad you think so. Um, I need it in an essay by my on my desk okay, by great. Monday. Um, I think it's. I think it has like to. I don't know this. I feel like people will disagree with me. Maybe. Sound it out. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think to be. I don't know. That's really hard because I it, okay. whenever I think about answering a question, I approach it from all sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll just say from my personal experience, I couldn't make something that would just sell mm-hmm. because that's. I feel like I have a very specific way that I am, and the reason that people think that I'm talented at what I do is Mm. because I put so much of myself into it and it comes out and reflects and that's why people like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, being an actor or singer or any sort of performer is kind of like putting your soul out there a lot of the time. Like you are asked to do and like perform things that can be really hard. Yeah. Like can really... You know, you don't want to always, <laughs> um, but it's a certain type of beauty and you kind of have to put it out there. Um, yeah, uh, I think that there are a lot of people that do put on a certain image to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, like, I can't really judge them for that because I've definitely done some crazy things sometimes to just rack in some more money. But, like, I think to mm-hmm. be... And I, like, this is the word that keeps bringing through, like, the phrase that keeps going through mm-hmm. my mind. I'm like, it doesn't sound right, but, like, a true artist. But mm-hmm. what is that? A real artist? Like, mm-hmm. it has to come from you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there are a lot of people out there, like, a lot of celebrities. And their music is really shitty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're really talking about nothing. And it's just a poppy tune. And mm-hmm. yet they're making millions. And that's the image that has been created. And they're fine with that because their bills are paid? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I guess I don't know them personally. Um, <laughs> they want to tell me something different, then that's fine. I'll listen to them. But me, I just, I don't know. It's It has to be me for me or it's for nothing. Okay. So that's me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in the, the artist business, not the entertainment business. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. That's why I never really, I don't think I ever could, like, People are like, why don't you audition for Ellen Stardust Diner or something like that? And I'm just like, 
Because I feel like what I do would mean less. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that anybody who goes there, because I think there are a lot of talented people who... I, I work below that thing. Oh, that's right. You yeah, no, yeah, I do. <laughs> Their souls are crushed. No, it is a difficult thing yeah, to do. Yeah, I think there are, I've gone. It's a, it's actually a great experience. Yeah. Um, and they're all very talented. Um, yeah. And they're, in all honesty, they're kind of doing what they need to do. Yeah. Because they're all auditioning and... And in, in a way, like, they're practicing more, which is good for yeah, them. And in a way, that's still great. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, now I feel bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, um, that was, yeah, it's just, like, why I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I get, because I, I understand. And that's for each man to decide for himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a rough racket that in... It's a it's a rough place to work. That place, it, they they run them very hard, um, yeah. and I respect a lot of them. And uh, there's there's this French guy that works there who just came back from like a international tour. He's mm-hmm. like, and this is what I'm doing now, which is wonderful. So please, and like they pass around a tip jar. He's like, please give me money so I don't have to do. Like he was very yeah. like, literally, <laughs> it was really excellent. Is the guy's nickname is Frenchy. Like literally, nice. that's what everyone calls it. I'm sure it's something like Francois. Or wow, well, but they call him French. I'm like, what is this World War Two? Yeah. Like, um, anyway. Um, all right, that's good. That's good to know. And I think that's a better place to come from, anyway. As long as you're like, I think art, no matter what, should come from a place of honesty, no matter what medium it is. And yeah. the best, one of the best ways of doing that is to come from yourself, because you know, you, in a way, write what you know. Try to expand your horizons, but, you know, write what you can be honest about or say or do or all these things. Yeah. Um, so that's the turn signal on. So, I want to record one more song with you. Oh, man. It just, okay. Yeah, it just reco- it came into my head that I want to do this with you. Um, and I, we're almost at an hour, and I know, like, it's kind of a shorter interview because we have all, like, five minutes of you singing, but I think that's good because I like when you sing. It's one of my favorite things. So I'm going to make you do it again because I'm in control for this period of time. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And this guy, <laughs> you haven't spent time with him. He's great. Um. Uh, good. <laughs> I'm not holding a gun to her. She, I did not force her to say that. She is being genuine.
to think that I was bad. Now I know that it is true because you are so good. I ain't 